0: hello and welcome again to money tips this is charles kelly bringing you money tips to help you save earn invest accumulate and enjoy more money today i'm asking you a question when is a freehold in effect not worth the paper it's written on or put another way when is a freehold a bit like a leasehold now i'll be explaining a bit more um and I wouldn't say in this case it's really not worth the paper and it's written on, but that's what some of the people are saying who have bought new build homes from a company called Persimmon in Pembroke in Wales. Uh, They bought the house, but then found out that although it's a freehold now, with a freehold, it means you own the land on which the house is built. So you'd expect that you can do what you like with it. It's yours. No one can tell you what to do. Unlike a leasehold where you've got... um, you know, a landlord who owns the freehold, and you only have that house during the term of the lease, and then it goes back to the landlord. It's a bit of a feudal type of system, um, and so a lot of people avoid leaseholds because they don't want to be having, having a landlord o- over their back, charging them service charges and ground rents and. You know, it doesn't feel like the place is yours, although, you know, you can get long, long leases, 997 year leases that they're, they're effectively like a freehold. Uh, there is also something called common hold, which is when people share the freehold. But, you know, you'd expect if you're buying a house uh, and it's freehold that you know nobody can tell you what to do. However, there are situations when freeholds are not quite the same as when you buy a, a normal house and it's on a freehold. And that's when you've got things called covenants, or sometimes called restrictive covenants on on the title of your your house, your your deeds. and this this is usually you get some old properties that have got restrictive covenants, like they might have a path, footpath pathway you going through it, or it might be some sort of shared land or shared driveways and that sort of thing. but these the, these restrictive covenants covenants are are becoming more frequent now with. A lot of new build uh, estates going up where there is a mixture of houses and flats so you, you've got maybe 40 houses and a couple of hundred flats and one of the companies here called persimmon is is restricted is, is, has been criticized now persimmon is is doing quite well as a company they've done very well out of help to buy and uh, the directors took millions of pounds in dividends and and their share uh, their share actually gives a dividend. If you buy one of their shares, you'll get a dividend of, I think, up to 12%. So that they're, they're, they've they, they done very well for their shareholders, but some of the people who bought their properties are not so happy. And uh, there's a story here in the BBC that Denise Sutherland bought her first new build home in Pembroke in 2016. She made sure it was a freehold. Um, you know, she didn't like uh, landlords and leaseholds, so she would never get involved in a leasehold property. But now she's finding out that her freehold property has similar sort of restrictions to a leasehold property. And, you know, as the years have gone on, she's finding these things out. Now, she uses a solicitor, but that was recommended by the developer. But the solicitor is supposed to tell her that... Uh, you know, these, these covenants exist. Now, maybe the solicitor did. Maybe you put it in a written report and she didn't read it, uh, but she certainly didn't read all the, of her paperwork. But she says she's now finding out that there's more of a, a dozen restricted covenants placed on her home, limiting what she can and cannot do without it. Now, covenant is a legally binding agreement, which is enforceable by a court. Uh, now, something else is she's worried about is her legal rights, which means that she could be evicted if she falls behind with the annual rent charge on her freehold. Now, this is quite unusual, isn't it? You don't expect to get an annual rent charge on your freehold because you, in effect, own the land. Unlike a leasehold, where, you know, the, the freeholder or the landlord owns the land. So it, it's yeah, it's it's causing a bit of anxiety here, but I think there are reasons for it. I'll explain that in a second. Um, now, once once the estate parent isn't hasn't finished, but the the and handed over, there will be handed over to a management company. She would be charged service charges for the upkeep of the green spaces and maintenance of the roads because a lot of these are private roads and private estates. Um, but she doesn't have any control over how much rent is charged and what the increase might be in the future. Um, you know, she said, "Why weren't these explained to her in in the beginning?" Um, and blah blah blah. She's she's not very happy. Um, now it, it's. Um, you know, what 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 is this? I mean, basically, it's it's a covenant in place so that the the householders, who are freeholders, and the leaseholders pay towards the upkeep of the grounds. Now, when you when you see these places, there's green spaces, there's uh, roads to be upkept. They're they're on a private estate, so they're private roads, perhaps. Um, there's there's all sorts of things, and as well as keeping the place in 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 some sort of order. And you know, making sure that parking spaces perhaps are allocated properly and managed, uh, and and all these things. And that's what Persimmon say that uh, per- Persimmon say that covenants are intended to preserve the amenity and the outlook of the wider estate, and to provide a good uh, neighbourly relationships. When planning the estate, a developer will need to uh, put these restrictive covenants in place so that th- this is. Uh, You know, the places are maintained. I've lived on housing estates where this is not the case and things can fall into a bit of disrepair. Um, You know, people can put up satellite dishes where they want and it can make the place look scruffy and tardy. Uh, There's arguments over parking spaces bins and you know the houses using some of the bins that are intended for the flats and you know you get some arguments unless things are managed properly and parking is is one of those particularly in a a city centre but you know she's saying that she needs permission before she can build anything Um, I I suppose if she wants to build a loft extension or, or, or an extension and she has to pay them fees so she's annoyed about that and I can understand it but you know if everyone could just do what they want And you've got a nice estate newly built and then people start doing what they want. I mean, there's an estate near me where they built um, uh, houses with integral garages and people wanted to convert them into a a room rather than having a a tiny garage. And there were covenants on those uh, enforceable by the council, but that, that was eventually sorted out and people are now just doing what they like. Um, but it does change the look of the place when you've got garages, garages and then a, a room and then garages. It, it's it's not quite the same, but most developers are not really worried about it after they built it. Now, what what's the remedy? They can do a right to manage. They can take over the management themselves. These are all of the I think you might need two thirds or something like that of the people to vote to, to do a right to manage just as you can with a leasehold property. If you're in a leasehold block of flats and you're not happy with the way the managers are managing things and charging for it you can get what's called a right to manage you can do it yourselves or there's companies that specialize in uh, forming right to managers, manage and I've done these my, my, myself when, when I had a block of flats we had a terrible manager that was just charging a fortune the freeholder uh, really a rip-off freeholder that owned thousands of freeholds so you can do what's called a right to manage and uh you know solve your problem that way but just watch out for that if you're buying on some of these new estates and also watch out for some of the unfair leases which have been criticized by the government with very high ground rents now ground rents used to be 50 pounds 100 pound a year maybe going up every 20 years now you're getting ground rents of three four hundred pounds even more ground rent and they're going up every five years you know, in, in in future years, they'll be running into thousands of pounds, and people don't think about this when they buy. You know, they just want to get in. They've got the help to buy. They're rushing. It's their first property. They're not really thinking ahead as as to what these things could mean. Service charges can also be very expensive, particularly in properties with lifts and porters and concierges and and that sort of thing. You you are going to pay thousands of pounds in service charges, and if you're buying these as a buy to let, you know the landlord. Is usually saddled with with the with the service charges and the ground rents and that sort of thing and the, and the council tax. So, you know, you've you've got to charge quite a high rent to cover that. I mean, in some of the uh, old mansion blocks, ground rent uh, not ground rents but the the service charges can be five thousand pounds or more a year uh, because you know you've got gardens, you've got these nice gardens there, you've got uh, porters and concierges and twenty four hour you know concierges that can hello sir and all this. It's all very nice. Um, uh, but it's all got to be paid for and uh, so so just watch out for that that's why as an investor i try and avoid leasehold flats because you haven't really got any control over charges and where it's going um, you know i remember one flat where uh, the 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 windows were 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 not were not very good, and I couldn't get hold of people. And in the end, I just did the windows myself, as other people in the block did. And then I got a stroppy letter from the management company wanting three or four hundred pounds just to consider my request. Uh, in the end, I told them where to go, but it could have it could have ended up in a dispute. Um, in the end, I was a little bit lucky because the the, the they sold off the freehold to another company and they they just dropped it but it was just a bit of stress you you didn't need Um, and that's why as an investor although you can get higher yields on flats in in that you know you can buy if you've got five hundred thousand pounds or let's you know and you you buy a house the rent you'll get from that house will probably be less in, in yield terms than a rent you would get on on a flat or for a similar rent you'd have to, you, you could pay less for a flat to get a similar rent but you've got problems with flats um in, in that you know people around you can cause problems you know uh, and and a lot of people in the flat don't want to pay for the the upkeep of the roof and that's when they think they live on the ground floor the roof is not their problem well of course it's their problem it, it the roof is covering the whole house not just the top Flat, so you know it, you can get into problems with 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 flats. So I, I I tend to avoid them, but you know they are a necessary part of the property world. Not everyone can afford a house, so so that's a little bit about that. Um, the word of the day is covenant. What is a what is a covenant? It's not a place where uh, nuns live, but it little joke there it is a pl- it it does come from a sort of a biblical word if you like and it's just a formal agreement uh, or a promise to pay a fixed amount regularly uh, especially in terms of like services or charities you can have a covenant to pay uh, a church for instance you can covenant to pay uh, x amount per year uh, as a covenant and sometimes churches have refused to to let people out of these covenants and, and believe it or not so just be careful when you see a word covenant, It is a, a it can be a very binding uh, kind of agreement. So that's the word of the day. A little bit of other news today. Um, we, we've seen, uh, last week I told you about house prices, that they'd slowed up to a six-year low, and, and that was from a Nationwide Building Society report. This has been confirmed now this week by another report from the Halifax saying that house prices are rising at the slowest annual pace for, for, for more than six years. And they say that prices rose by 1.1 percent in the year to september uh the other report from the nationwide said it was less than one percent it was 0.2 percent so there's not a lot of difference there but generally what i'm saying is the house price growth rate is is very slow other news come out uh, about student accommodation many landlords have bought houses to provide student accommodation and then they're finding that you know uh companies are coming in maybe in conjunction with universities and building swanky new buildings right next to the university and you know luxury accommodation and and landlords would find it difficult to compete with that because they've just got a house which is a hmo not quite as new and brand spanking new and shiny with all ensuite facilities and that sort of thing as can be provided by these new companies so it's kind of hit the market then of course you've got uh, councils which put Article 4 restrictions, which mean less houses can be turned into HMOs or no further HMOs can be granted in a, in a particular area around a university. This is to stop every house becoming an HMO. Um, and so landlords have found it difficult when the, these companies have come in with a lot of big funding behind them and built swanky new places. However, some of these accommodation companies are running into problems there's been a few that's gone broke and uh, now there's a company which is failing to finish the the properties in time and I, I can talk about a little bit more about that tomorrow but um it might give you some hope if you're a small landlord providing to students but i'll, I'll talk a little bit about that tomorrow about student homes uh, running into problems and, and causing problems where they're not ready. And of course, this is the time when students are arriving at universities and they're finding that these, these homes are still like a, a building site. Okay, so that's all for now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to, to all my friends on, on Facebook, on the Facebook Live, and to, to people on my uh, podcast, which you can find on moneytipsdaily.com, moneytipsdaily.com or on iTunes and Stitcher. Hope you had a good start to the week and uh, I will speak to you soon. Thanks very much.